I don't feel ready for this. This is nerve wracking. This can be just short and sweet, no pressure. Like my dick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you heard me. No, you have a cheesy motherfucking dick. Ooh, I thought you were gonna say no. You have a big dick. You said it's cheesy. (laughs) No, I was going the schmegma route. I actually just got over yeast infection, so. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait, wait. See, looking up <laughs> flames. Okay, ready? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> do, 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 do you queer, 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 what I queer? Do you queer, what I queer? This is Dick Wayne. Hi, Elliot. Hi, Thomas. Hi, listeners. Welcome to Do You Queer What? I Queer! And that's Elliot. And that's Tom. And we're Dickwick. And you can tell by how rapid that was that we're actually in the we're same in room. We're in person. Tom, touch my fingers. Okay. We just touched fingers, everyone. Now let's touch dicks. Okay, perfect. Podcast over. <laughs> this um, is... Go ahead, Tom. What surreal. is this? Yeah. It's surreal is what it is. We're sitting in the same room. I mean, I suppose we did for one or two episodes of the season, but... Yeah, I mean, and um, then... And then lockdown, and then and then and one then or two here, more. And here we are. There's a hazy sky because of wildfires across the continent. It's the There's gender binary. A global pandemic kicking up its feet again in mm-hmm. our faces. Mm-hmm. I'm exhausted all the time, and yet let's try to find some joy. I was really hoping you would say that. I was worried that we would just talk about how tired we are because I am also exhausted. <laughs> yeah, that's our favorite topic these days, isn't it? Yeah. Do you do you have a color, by the way? Oh fuck. Um. Uh, yes, I do. Um, I have two. So like, like my performative color, okay. but it's like it's like slightly there. Yeah. Because this is really fucking nice. So like the color that I'm experiencing sitting in a room recording our season four finale episode <gasps> finale 90 episodes like My all God. of that feeling makes me feel like i'm like a fucking like i'm like a mighty oak tree okay like on uh, fire not yet the gender <laughs> reveal hasn't happened yet we're still like waiting um you know like just like like roots in the ground i feel like that makes me feel like strong and grounded and excited um but then kind of like the more lingering color that i've been feeling lately is like um you know uh what am I trying to say? A quicksand porn. You know quicksand porn? No. Uh, so there's there's people who get off on um, watching. I've yet to see a man do it, but watching women like like struggle and moan as they try and get out of quicksand. Excuse me, and that's porn? Yeah. Well, are it's they on, actually in real quicksand? I don't think quicksand exists. I think it was a it was a Hollywood myth. Really? Yeah. Jesse, does quicksand exist? Jess, yeah. can you Google? Oh, you didn't even have to Google it. Jess, can you can you Google it though? Not that I don't trust you, I just... Anyway, carry on. So okay, then... so I'm the color of, like, you know, maybe, like, um, a studio created some fast quicksand. It's not even authentic. It's just muddy and sticky. Um, people are, like, you know, just trampling in and on me. It does exist. <laughs> um, it just doesn't people stuck the way that it seems in okay, okay, so Jesse says, although you probably heard it, which you should never hear Jesse speak, but he says that uh, it does exist, just not in the sort of fantastical movie version that we're all used to right okay yeah so so yeah i'm i'm fetish porn quicksand as my like you're the boring real natural version (laughs) of fetish porn quicksand thanks for that correction yeah Yeah. absolutely um it's kind of the color of your schmegma first of all it's not doctors who are listening medical (laughs) professionals i'm not in need of urgent care um (laughs) 
I'm okay. I wanted to bring that up because you did mention before we started recording that you just got over a yeast infection. Yeah. I, th- I wanted to push you to talk about it just because I feel like, you know, well, okay, so are- here's the thing. I thought it was one. I put the cream on and stuff. It like went away, but I was so, I think I'm just like so anxious about it having not went away that like, that I was like, oh my God, do I still have it? So, um, because having sex with this guy last week. Yeah. COVID friendly, like not that it was distance, but like the same person. Like I'm not like, you know what I mean? Um, and I was like, smell my dick. Does it smell weird? Um, and he what? said, no. Yeah. And he Wait said, a second. Yeah. You asked a guy to smell your dick? Well, we'd already had sex. Actually, he stayed the night. This was the next morning before he left. This is a quicksand of a story. Before he left, I was like, hey, real fast, does my dick stink to you? And he said, no. <laughs> I literally wish Okay, I was- we're coming back. We're, con- we're going to come back to that because I feel like I'd be, a disser- I'd be doing a disservice to our listeners to not have some follow-up questions. I think they don't want them. <laughs> I think the listeners are f- very disgusted right now. Um, <laughs> listen, it's just a day in the life of having foreskin. Right. It's not always easy. Yeah, no, I'm glad I, I don't. Uh, and on that note, my color Thank is... Thank you, um, I'm just going to jump on your, your bandwagon. It's like, it's a blazing forest fire in a hazy sky. I know I said that earlier, but I really do feel like I'm I'm floating in the sky in a haze of kind of orange smoke. And I am I think I'm floating up away to nothingness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, you're like, you're like a sheer yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah, so S-H-E-A-R. like I'm kind of the opposite of sheer. <laughs> um, I'm the opposite of your uh, quicksand. Well, what if like what if you kind of float up and get evaporated, but then I then I suck your particles back in, like I'll get you stuck in me. That really would be worst case scenario. Oh, that's really really awful. My sand is just my yeasty smegma. Um, I need to not forward this mythology. This is not a thing. Everyone, please just ignore the last whatever twenty minutes that we just talked about. No, no, we shouldn't. Um, so I guess the point of this episode is, if I may, to sort of reflect on season four, which has been a wildfire of a mm-hmm. season, excuse totally. my metaphor, and sort of check in together once more, because we haven't really done that for several reasons this season. Number one, we've had uh, lots of guests on the roster to come on and talk, which is, has been so, so great. Um, but also we've been disconnected because of the pandemic so it's nice to sit in a room with you and share some share some laughs. <laughs> oh my Apparently God. I turned into share as I said. <laughs> Character actor corner. Um, I really I want to run with your forest fire forest fire metaphor for a bit because like season four really was that. We you know, we lit all of what we used to be and we became something almost entirely different. I think mm-hmm. if you were to go back and listen to our first, even like couple seasons. Um, yeah, please don't do that. We, we, you know, I think we became a lot more professional um, in a sense. We After we just finished talking about your schmeckma. <laughs> I'm talking about this season, not this particular episode. Okay. Um, and, and it was kind of like burning everything we used to be. And then yeah. this episode is, the, we're, we're the shoots that are growing from the ashes of that forest fire. Tom and I are, are embodying the rebirth right now. The imagery. Um, yeah, so. I'm aghast. Are you a gas, Tom? <laughs> Listen. Yeah, it's true. Like, I said something similar. I, I have been saying this to people who are asking how the project is going. And in a good way, I feel like it's, like, rolled completely away from me. Or sort of, if we're going to stay on the forest fire metaphor, like, sort of burned 10,000 acres in the other direction from me. Yeah. Um, because uh, I'm stupid. And I know we've always sort of uh, framed 
this project around us being stupid and learning. But this season really hit me over the head with a baseball bat in terms of like how, um, not that our guests haven't always been amazing, but our guests this season have been so smart and um, come from such rich backgrounds Mm -hmm. and have really sort of like laid out the issues in, in a ways way that we never did in, in, a, in a way that yeah we but we could in a way that we couldn't do and right in a way that i'm still trying to grasp right like many times this season i felt like a fraud because i'm like oh i'm not it, it, it got away from us we're talking about issues and things mm-hmm. and like obviously everything everything came down the pipeline with black lives matter and trying to defund the police and all of these sort of high level hard to understand uh, concepts and i say hard to understand not because the concept of defunding the police is hard to understand. It's quite easy to understand, mm-hmm. but it's hard for me to maybe talk about. Totally. And can I just say, so So um, I think I've mentioned her before on the podcast. I have a friend who's this kick-ass disability studies uh, scholar, and um, I think I can say activist. I'm not sure what she would say about that, but uh, she actually messaged me about our podcast, and she was like, hey, I have a provocation about you, um, or I have a provocation for you, sorry. Uh, she's like, the way that you and Tom use the word stupid I find quite interesting because you know in in disability justice activism stupid is a slur like stupid and dumb like like you know are fit into this hierarchy of intelligence so that's a whole other conversation we can have another time but I just wanted to introduce that to say maybe instead of saying that you felt stupid you felt ignorant because ignorance can be fixed right ignorance can be fixed through these conversations that we had it can be fixed through meeting the people that are experts on Mm -hmm. it and and look at your your like to use the word that you use like you're less stupid now about them but it's right. just because your ignorance has been lifted through you know yeah yeah you've you've already told me about that provocation mm-hmm. which sort of um ignorance maybe isn't the best word either because i know i know better and i still use <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay honestly fair um, I have nothing I to only that. Said, oh, you're right. I'm not trying to defend myself. No. <laughs> we should definitely stop using it. But I only said it because it's like, this is going to sound so stupid. It's like cute. It's like, <laughs> he's such a, you know, he's such like a, and th- make, this is probably making it worse. Well, this is this is exactly friend, the but. thing that she said. Like, th- she, she said she genuinely finds the way we use it interesting because we like wear stupid um, proudly, sure. We enjoy being stupid faggots. We yeah. we use that to evoke, um, or have used that to evoke, kind of a, a scenario where people can come and learn with us. So yeah, how do we accessible, accessibly? Okay, so dumb is not a good word either. So like, um, yeah, I don't. This is a longer conversation we can have. Like, like check I don't back like in. Ignorant because I want something like duller yeah. than that. Uh, we're we're maybe. Like, I think even unintelligent stems from unintelligent? the same thing, but yeah, I think that's I, I from the same... I want to use, like, maybe a metaphor. Like, I want to say I'm a plank. Oh, like yeah. Like, I'm a plank of fucking wood. Okay, totally. Um, uh, uh, what's that thing where... Um, abroad? Wait, what? Abro- abroad? So we're using misogyny now? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like we are abroad. Like, <laughs> no, I did mean the misogynistic... <laughs> Oh my god, okay. I feel like we just need to move on. We'll, the wheels will stay turning at however whatever this speed is your they fault can. For picking this up. Listen, I apologize. Um I felt the same way a lot this season and it like retrospectively um this project became cooler than I ever possibly thought it could have mm-hmm. become, which is thrilling and also terrifying. Yes. To think about keeping it up and um 
one of the things that Tom and I are going to do during the season hiatus is, uh, you know, we have a lot of amazing guests in the works already for next season, but I think we also need to... Oh, talk. I want to say the really amazing one, but we can't. No, we can't, yeah. We can't. Yeah, spoil it. Yeah. Um, but I think what Tom and I need to do, especially, is find better coping mechanisms for dealing with this overwhelming stress and anxiety, because I found that um, the the sheer like amazingness of this project that I felt made me anxious, but it should have made me excited, you know? And that's something I have to figure out. I agree. I was sort of like scrambling after it. Like it became an entity of its own. And I was like, oh God. And a lot of the times during recording, I was like, I don't have anything to say, which is maybe a good thing. Right. Because we part this, you know, the essence of this project is us listening and learning. Yes. Just funny that our platform is (laughs) literally speaking. (laughs) Well, that's why it's guest based. If it wasn't, yeah, yeah, if yeah, it yeah. wasn't guest based. Um, but that being said, I'm so happy to have it be family today. I'm happy to be sitting here talking with you. Yeah. Um, it, it started as just the idea that like we can banter and we're completely outrageous, and I never want to lose that like that nugget of flavor. That nugget of flavor. Those like sprinkles just of like your schmegma. I was gonna say that, you know, Tom, you're the human embodiment of a butt plug. Um. What do you say? What do you say to that? Uh, I like that. If I'm thinking about how it relates to the conversation we just had, I like it because mm-hmm. a butt plug just sort of sits there, and like it is penetrative, but mm-hmm. only when someone else does the work. <gasps> oh my god, that's fucking <laughs> my mind right now. Oh my god, your mind. So wow. I would like to say maybe instead of um, stupid, I would like to say butt plug. I would like to say I'm a butt plug faggot. <laughs> I'm very excited right now. Jesse, are you taking notes? Um, Tom's moniker's changed. That's fantastic. Can I sign my emails? <laughs> like, now that I'm an officially a classroom teacher, I'll just sign it, Tom Buttplug Faggot. You're a teacher in a pandemic. Yeah. I just never thought never thought we'd see the day. Here we are. <laughs> okay, so it's, um, keeping on this reflection of, of season four. Yes. Um, are there any... Do you want to do hi- like highlights? Highlights, lowlights. Totally. Uh, things we've learned. Medium tones, bangs, maybe. Yeah. A balayage. Um, perm, <laughs> perhaps, per chance. Uh, perm chance? Perm <laughs> chance. Um, yeah, I have a lot of highlights. Uh, oh. um, maybe I'll start with lowlight. The lowlight for me was the learning curve that it took to do digital recording yeah. and realizing the loss of like effervescence when yeah. when it's over a webcam. I agree with that. And you were the one who did all that work. Well, I mean, cheers. <laughs> the no, magic was gone. There's a magic. Gone. Like right now there's like sparkles floating in the air between us. Mm-hmm. And that is something that just does not exist. Yeah. On a screen, at least to me, because I'm intellect, I'm intellectually, I'm, I'm technologically, uh, but plug in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, no, I felt the same. And I was, you know, I, I knew how to do the tech and I still found um, A, improv needs beats. It's so hard to get a beat when a beat might just be a lag yep. in, a, in a fucking like bandwidth or whatever. So that was really difficult. And then the other thing is like, I don't like looking at myself while I look at somebody else. I find that incredibly disorienting yeah um and i'm a narcissist so like my eye gravitates towards myself right and it's like no that's not the point of this so 
Um, yeah. Well, that's very honest. <laughs> well, human. I mean, people like looking yeah. at themselves. No, but, same. Like, but, yeah. if I was having an ugly day, it would sort of maybe throw off. The, that, that's exactly like, it. And oh, our, look at this fat fuck. Our guests are these like queer fucking like shining beautiful and i'm just like oh i probably should have washed my face before i yeah showed up to this um so that was a low light for me yeah do you have another one yeah i mean uh, i just to double down on your low light it just it sucked because we were sitting in rooms across the province from each other for so long totally disconnected Mm -hmm. and i my brain was turned off for so long so to like sort of you know it did cause me a lot of anxiety to just to, to switch back on to to recording and hosting definitely when i was so unstimulated for you know every other second of the day and you were doing so often from houses where the hosts of that house probably wouldn't like for you to be having the conversations that we were having absolutely you know like here yeah. we can yell about like yeast infections and smegma and it's yeah. like fun and artemis doesn't give a shit my cat yeah. but um but some other people that you were living with maybe were like... Yeah, my, my partner's mom. Yes. I don't, did I say this in an, another recording? I don't remember. I think I made up, but like she came into the room as I was recording one time and I was just like, oh my God, like we could have easily been talking about rimming your son. Yeah, you know easily, I mean? easily. Yeah. We, we often do. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I really felt for you in that respect too because you were, yeah, you were very displaced. Incredibly. Um, highlight. Do you have a Highlight. Um, our guests, obviously. Yeah, totally. I mean that—that's kind of a cheesy, cheap-out answer, but um, my God. Yep. I was sort of struck by, by every single one of them. Definitely. Um, on on that note too, and to kind of like, maybe turn the low light a little bit up. One of the nice things about being virtual was that we were able to get more guests than we would have otherwise, sure. because they didn't necessarily need to be here. Um, right. So we were, right, you know, we had guests. Of course, I didn't even think about that. So um, sort of all over. So that actually was that was wonderful, and it's something that I kind of think we might still do, even if we can ever be in rooms again. Like, you know, if you're if you really want to come on the show, but but there's no way you're going to be in Toronto, still reach out to us. Um, yeah, we definitely still. I yeah, think, you and I will off. fight about that more and more. Well, that's fine. Um, John, I'll just cut you out of it. Um, oh, a low light for me. Another one. Sorry, was when I had to do the introduction to one of the episodes by myself. Yeah. I didn't realize how, I mean, I knew this, but like it slapped me in the face how much I rely on you and other people to. Yeah, we got to be talking to each other. We can't be talking to a wall. I was, I did that take like five or six times. You did great. Well, five or six (laughs) times. Listen to the first fucking few. It was so like on edge. I was very upset and jealous (laughs) that I got wherever the fuck I was. My three minutes in the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) No, I meant Um, jealous that I couldn't. Oh, be there with me. Yeah. Oh, I thought you wanted your own no, intro. I don't <laughs> you intro. can record the intro to this one if you want. Um, yeah, I think another highlight for me was, uh, again, obviously, like, every single guest we had was amazing. Um, and being able to do that live Instagram show that we did, which is literally the previous episode. Yeah. For people, it happened a little bit while, a little while ago for us, but... Um, uh, the energy in that room and the flow of the conversation was so uh, like enlightening but also overwhelming and um, I don't know I think it, I think it was genuinely not even like podcast aside I think that was a highlight of my year um, straight up so yeah it was very like what we're all about yeah to- tonally to- tonally tone to- 
Um, okay, so can we maybe talk about like, um, so the theme for this season obviously uh, was. Can I say one more thing? Please. Um, not to jump. No, not jump. To drop kick you. Leapfrog me, daddy. Um, the, another great highlight of the season is we had people, we had lots of people reach out who wanted to come on totally and talk, which uh, in us, of course, first season, first two seasons, you and I would constantly run run around like chickens in a coop and be like, oh, what are we, who are we getting this week? Remember those few times it'd be like Sunday night? Yeah. And we'd be like, can you come over tomorrow, yeah. please? <laughs> what are you doing between the hours of four and six tomorrow? Yeah. Um, totally. So it's nice to have people re- reach out to us to want to come on. And having said that, if you're listening and you want to come on, you, you should. This yeah. is your platform. This is a platform for anybody. Quite literally. Thank you so much for saying that. Um, it kind of actually segues into what I was was gonna say. So this season, obviously, we focused on queer futures. That was something that we wanted to kind of turn a spotlight to, um, which was really fascinating because the answers ranged from like, the present is my future to, let's bring back something that happened in the past to yeah. you know let's tear down this entire system and create yeah. like this like shining new kind of utopian future. And all of those were so amazing and inspiring. Um, but one of the things I find and. And I love our season questions, but people tend to get really nervous about them because they think they have Definitely. to provide this like kind of enormous. Uh, Even though we send itineraries <laughs> very far in advance, but everyone is as busy as yes, we are, if course. not more. Um, but yeah, no. So I like what I wanted to say going forward is like if you're someone who thinks, oh, I could have been a guest, but like I'm too nervous to do that, you can still do it. And yeah. like this, this platform is so. Don't forget, f- I'm a butt plug. Yeah. Never forget, I'm a butt. Plug. Literally, you're the kind too. That's like the silicone that's gonna like get stained. Like you're like you can't even can't even wash you. Really, you're like a cheap butt plug. Thank you. You know what? That is a compliment because people leave their lasting impressions on me. Oh my god, you art school motherfucker. <laughs> um, all, all to say, if if feelings of anxiety have ever stopped you from reaching out, don't let it. If you're like, I literally fucking hate that question, we can just skip it. Sure. Not a big deal. Yeah. This is for you. Um, that being said, can I like, can I like cock tease what the theme is for next season that people can look forward to? Sure, as long as it's cock tease because we change everything all the time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is just a little glimpse. But since we focused on futures this time... Um, a potential that might be fun for us to explore would be queer histories next season. No promises. Um, so that being <laughs> said, if you are someone who that speaks to either the work that you do or your life or your interests, um, start reaching out now. Uh, and we would love to kind of get things in the work for you to come on next season. Yeah, reach around. Oh God, I need to reach around. No, you don't. I know that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Oh, that was a nice little walk down cute. memory lane. I love that. Cute, cute, cute. Um, well, yeah, so I found it fascinating that in season three, mm-hmm. we learned that art was such an, a huge sort of like theme across. Yeah. What, what the fuck was our theme uh, for season uh, three? What, what was like your, like what inspired you or something or what was your oh. queer like? Oh, what gives you like queer inspiration? Yeah, something like that. God, we have bad memories. Was... Jesse, can you check on that? Jess, what was our season three question? Um... <laughs> I just says I don't remember. Doesn't even try and look. <laughs> Fucking useless. <laughs> Like just, go through our Go through our scent Don't fucking anyway whatever Wow um, Anyway it, it was art it was creativity and art mm-hmm. and This I found this season Was as you said already like sort of like Dismantling Sort of dismantling the system Totally And that's exciting and intriguing and also terrifying mm-hmm. And very much indicative of like 
like what where we all are yes and what literally must happen yeah and i mean it always must happen but but now yeah no i was talking like a now. little bit about this to to you elliot before we started recording but now that i'm like in a classroom of grade grade seven students yeah um i'm like sort of <laughs> lightly forcing these like giant topics on them yeah so like you better believe by the time june rolls around they're gonna know everything about what it means to defund the police and black lives matter fuck like, yeah because well, it's like we're in the middle of a pandemic i don't give a shit if you know that equation and now i'm recalling a story that i told you earlier about yelling at a student for not knowing an equation <laughs> but <laughs> so you do care but you don't care <laughs> Get it straight. But we need to know, like, what's going on right now? Like, yeah. the world's on fire, literally on fire. Yes. We're in the pandemic that is coming back with a vengeance. Yes. And, you know. No excuses. No excuses. Um, To that to that point, too, so I'm uh, TAing for this, like, enormous introductory class this year. Uh, and I'm so uh, amazed and inspired by um, the passion that these students are bringing, like, like because there was the the uh, academic strike for Black Lives Matter, um, there was amazing teach-ins, and my professor was like, you know, I don't want to cancel a first-year class flat out because these students are so anxious. There's 900 of them; like yeah. they need some sort of kind of grounding. But instead, what I'll do is I'll I'll host a teach-in, you know, instead of canceling it. And like, I was moderating the chat, and these students were like, "Wow, I never thought of that. Thank you so much." Or here's this link, or check this out. And there are like, they're all so already on it so much did that make sense yeah okay yes sorry brain fart out of microphone there um yeah so it's just it's it's happening and the youth are are leading it and they care you know it's funny because i joke around a lot about gen z Mm -hmm. because my boyfriend is gen z yes i'm not much older than him (laughs) what are you don't you dare what are you tom (laughs) a boomer no i don't (laughs) you're a millennial no okay but like I've, there's so many memes going around about like Gen Z can't make a phone call, but they'll like punch a white supremacist in the face, which is so, so true. Yes, absolutely. And my boyfriend is the same way where he's like, he has anxiety over like picking up the phone to call his bank. But if mm-hmm. someone says the N word, he's going to scream at them all night. Scratch their face. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So I expected, I expected this next generation, the, these 12 year olds to sort of be like that too and they're not yet but 12 is young 12 is young um some of them are still 11 actually they're also going to school in a panda in a yeah. pandemic um so yeah. like there's they'll be face scratching by march oh thank god yeah. your face <laughs> piling on top of yeah. you like little rat rodents rodents <laughs> do you have anything else that, that yeah i did okay. i wanted to touch quickly on um so as it was my color and our sort of theme for the episode it sure seems like uh, there's like wildfires happening currently um, in California, Oregon, what and Washington. I believe are the three biggest states. Mm. But obviously, the fires are are ravaging so hard that us on the other side of the continent are seeing like haze in the sky. Yeah, I can't even it. see the sun right now. And I just thought it was funny and devastating, which is very much our flavor. Yes. That one of the reasons for that, this, you know, apocalyptic inferno was a gender reveal, (laughs) (laughs) which we've obviously come out against so many times. We had a whole live episode. Talking about ridiculous ones. Oh, no, that's my COVID. While you're finding it, can I just say, um, as part of this conversation, and I'm sure you've seen this too, 
one of the most amazing things about this this conversation online is like okay let's not just make fun of this let's also actively dismantle the gender binary and the violence that made this happen yep. so it's like we can do both at the same time we can find it ludicrous but also how are we going to stop it you know yeah it, yeah that's a great point and i do find even this the discourse of, among straight people online it's forcing them to understand how ludicrous it is right because it's like obviously it's this fantastical ridiculous um conclusion Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it's 2020 but it's like now straight people have to look at it and be like or or even cis people yeah because gays are the worst yeah have to look at it and be like okay why are people why are these memes being being made why are people making fun of us Mm -hmm. which i reiterated your point because i like to talk i like to hear you talk to be honest so the el dorado fire is the name of this gender reveal fire, which is so funny because El Dorado is the gayest name for a fire I've ever heard. Well, El Dorado's the wrote El Dorado's the gayest movie. The subtext. I've no, I've never seen it. Oh my god! Oh my god! And now I want you to. absolutely have to see it. <laughs> Road to El Dorado. It just sounds so gay. It sounds like a porn, an anal like cavity. That was like my last weekend. Was the Road to El Dorado? <laughs> We're gonna get there after this. Oh Jesus! So I don't want to. <laughs> so this El Dorado fire consumed ten thousand acres that are presently alight i can't even think about that how much space yeah i mean the fire is much bigger it's 2.3 million acres <gasps> currently but it's still huge oh my god um but i the other important thing to realize is it's not a it's not just because of this gender reveal party it's because of fucking climate change right of course and because california has been baking in record temperatures for weeks mm-hmm. um but the the more interesting thing is, did you hear about the woman who invented the gender reveal party? Yes, I have, but I want you to... Who has recently come out and been like, can everyone please stop? I'm so fucking I've created sorry. a monster. Yeah. So she said, sorry, I cannot pronounce her name. I'm so sorry. I'm not even going to try. But she said, the parties, they're ridiculous. And they're harmful to transgender and non-binary. Non-binary people and anybody on the gender spectrum—it's a harmful dichotomy. And so I just—didn't her kid just come out as non-binary also? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, which is That's fucking not amazing. In this article, which is <laughs> transphobic, prob- <laughs> problematic. Um. So she said, "When idiots burn down forests with pink or blue bombs, I wind up on CNN." It's a famous proverb. Oh my fag! That's wildfire. Yeah. So this was after a 10-acre bushfire in Florida back in March. So this was even before this whole El Dorado nonsense. And then she comes up again in CNN from that <laughs> actual <laughs> fucking thing. Wow. So um, so far, no one has died in a gender reveal fire. But I, I'd like to think that this is that's not actually true. Because I know people have died in these There's been explosions. And, like, like a pipe bomb went off or one time. So, uh, yeah. So an Iowa woman and soon-to-be grandmother... <laughs> Was killed. Why? Sorry, I'm, not I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please, Jesse, cut out the laughter. You're not laughing at the fact that she died. I'm You're laughing, laughing that- at the absurdity surrounding the death. Does that make it any better? Do we have to say that? But yes. Okay. okay. Fine. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna say it again and not laugh. Okay. Let's not cut it and leave it in because people make mistakes. People need to know that I'm satanic. Yeah. An Iowa woman and soon-to-be grandmother, obviously, was killed at an October 2019 event after her family inadvertently built a 
pipe bomb to announce the sex of a child. Okay, wait, sorry. I'm not laughing at the death. No, I'm, how do you inadvertently <laughs> build a pipe bomb? Yeah, I don't know. That's a very specific and intentional thing to create as an explosive. You're isn't right. It? It's worded very strangely. I was reading that. That's um, there was another one. Uh, they, there was a couple flying in a crop duster in September of 2019. Both these were after our live event, which is wow, which is kooky. And they dropped 350 gallons of pink water out of the sky to inform the happy couple that they'd been having, they'd be having a baby girl. Then the crop duster stalled out and fell, crashing into a field. Uh, no one was killed. Oh wow! Wow! But they suffered minor injuries. A uh, gender reveal idea for you. Okay. Um, I douche and I hold my water in and then I squat and sneeze and then you find out what the gender is. But the problem is, is that the gen- like if I ever were to have a gender reveal party for my child, yes. I would hope there would be some demonic color. Right. Yeah. And so like I have a feeling that green dust would come out if I'm you tried to do that. <laughs> which is which is what I want. Of my hole. Of your hole. Radioactive. Yeah, yeah no, perfect. Yeah. I did see a gender reveal of a woman lying on the ground and farting out blue smoke. Are you serious? I think this was maybe a joke, but I don't know. Oh, like she put a gas canister, like it's it's like it's coming between her legs? Like No, no, no. She was actually farting out <laughs> smoke. I just don't know if it was a for real a for real gender reveal or just this woman being hilarious. That was me. I'm taking credit for that now. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah. So wow. the creator of the gender reveals is asking everyone to please stop. Please stop. We've said this before. If you're going to have a gender reveal, wait until your kid is having it for themselves. Like, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, also, which reminds me, I should say, because I don't think I've said it like on the show, um, but I've talked about it and around it. But I recently came out as non-binary. Um, Congratulations. To the world. Is that what I said? Is that what I don't fucking know. Thanks, I guess. Well, the thing is, like, do you I, want me to throw you a gender reveal party? Absolutely. You better be pandemic? farting like crop dusting green smoke. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not really a conversation. Like, that's kind of just period. But I, I don't even know if that's the necessary, like, if that's necessarily the exact right word, if it feels right, but it feels better than. It's okay. You're on a journey. Man or woman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like my my pronouns are they them. Um, nice to meet you all. Um, yeah. Nice to meet you. So that's that. Yeah, that's that on that. Um, you saw that obviously, right? Because I didn't tell you that. What do you mean? Like I, I I came out on Instagram, and you obviously saw that post. Uh, I don't know what post you're referring to. Oh, your cat's really cute right now. But Aww. um. But you, we had had this conversation maybe a year ago. We did, me. and I, I mean, I think like I was like, oh, I'm gender queer, but like he, him is still okay, and like if you wanna, if you wanna gender me as male, that's fine. Um, but to be honest, I'm becoming less and less fine with it. So I think that's what this coming out means to me is just like, because a, a non-binary friend of mine said it's not that people are perceiving you as male; it's that they're assuming that you're male, which is different. Right. And so the whole time I was like. And it's not like I'm going to be unkind if someone genders me male. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying more like, I was like, oh yeah, if you want to use he, him, that's fine. Because like, you know, um, you know, like they, they might perceive me as male, which is, which is normal. But, Mm -hmm. but I think what they're saying is the same kind of line of thinking around, you know, you're straight until proven queer. It's like in our society, you're cis until proven trans, but, but that shouldn't be the case. 
Um, yeah. So just kind of like, I guess, an opportunity yeah. to rethink our assumptions and what effect it has on it's people. beautiful. I love it. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Where do we go from here, Big Daddy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I already said this too, but I'd like to... I know that we've always joked about me being bisexual. Mm-hmm. And uh, just on the heels of, of your proclamation... I would definitely rather be considered pansexual. <gasps> I love that for you. Because the bi- and and not to take away from anyone who is bisexual, dear god, by no means do I want to do that. By no means. By no means. I hate you. <laughs> but um it does uh it, in my it, for me it it uh re def- what's the word? reinvigorates mm. the gender binary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Reifies? Yeah. So I want to be clear that uh, I am attracted to all genders, not not two. Right. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. And thanks for telling me. That's really exciting. Yeah. Um, had I not told you that before? I don't think we've actually had this conversation about oh. it. Um, but I've, but I've been, I'm aware that you're attracted to all genders because when we were at the Oasis thing, you wanted to have sex with quite literally every single human being in the room. <laughs> Uh, which I love for you. Yeah. I loved that. That was really, well, really fun. Here we are. Now there's a pandemic and we probably can't do that for a really long time. No, no. And I'm sad. not, I'm in a monogamous relationship. Right. <laughs> like as, a, as if I forgot. <laughs> oh, right. That. <laughs> Your long-term committed monogamous relationship. Right, right, right. Um, shout out to Oz. We love oh, you. Oh, yeah, Oz. Oh, God. It's been forever since we talked about Oz. Yeah. How's Oz doing? Oh, he's doing, he's, he's doing it. Oh, yeah. It's good. Uh, we lived, I mean, we lived through a pandemic, well, sort of, the beginning of a pandemic together, mm. which which sort of accelerated our relationship to being retired on an island together instead of just dating. Right. You skipped all the, like, the like fun, exciting honeymoon stuff, and you were just suddenly, like, yeah. we're stuck in this space together. Yeah. So I feel like we're much farther along than relationships maybe would be Mm -hmm. in only i guess it's almost been 10 months now actually i'm sure you can't be the only story that happened i'd actually be really curious to hear if any of our listeners went through something similar if you want to write in with experiences because like it's changed the whole game it's changed how we how we view relationships because it's like you get into a casual thing and you're like could i quarantine with you like we literally have to think that now yeah, and it's funny for me and Oz. Like I sort of forced him into it. I was like, "Oh, we're quarantining, to- we're quarantining together now," right. and so he just sort of had to go along with it. Bless his heart. But I mean, what would the alternative have been? You're just not going to see each other for like six months. Exactly. Um. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's good. We have our. We have our. You know, it's interesting. I don't know how much I'm allowed to share, but we have our struggles, as anyone, as any relationship does. Of course. Um, you become you, the person falls off a pedestal after that amount of time, after that quarantine. So, Definitely, um, I'm starting to love him in new ways that aren't as shiny. That's that's really really sweet. Yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, um, that's like when my uh, when my therapist was coaching me through ending our polyamorous relationship. She was like, I think it might be time for you to start valuing the ordinary a little bit more and the ordinary Mm -hmm. love and the ordinary sex and moving away from the stuff that is exciting but also um you know comes with these large energy spikes and these huge expectations and like the reality is that relationships are pretty ordinary you know once you really get to know someone so yeah it's a nice moment to kind of reflect this is a great transition okay uh, because it's it's quite rich that your therapist said that to you because i know that you know what, Tom? What do you know? I want to hear you say it. Well, I... T- <laughs> yeah, that's right. What, what? What is it? I know I know you've been up to... Um, yeah. 
um, some sexual encounters. Totally. And we'll leave them vague. With the third kind. Yeah. Yeah. We'll leave them vague because I don't want to make you uncomfortable. Just joking. I love making you uncomfortable. <sighs> it's getting harder and harder to do, I think. Yeah. Well, here we are. Well, um, okay. Yeah. So sexual encounters. Um, you had mentioned, we had talked about um, me being slutty on Instagram. That was my silver lining, I think, a couple weeks ago, a few yes. weeks ago. Yes. Um, and, you know, from those slutty uh explorations expeditions if you will through digital space i'm gonna pause you please and keep thinking of your thoughts yeah jesse would you mind (gasps) can we have wine please can you give us a little bit more wine um this is thrilling for the listeners while jesse pours it but i'm on a a low sugar diet so we're drinking some dry white i love i love dry white obviously yeah my partner literally um (laughs) i was gonna say look at your hole but uh, oz i love you uh, but this has also been the first time since jesse's been like he's been such a terrible producer i mean terrible he hasn't even really been around no terrible friend terrible terrible everything yeah he's okay uh do more things for us to make up for it i think anyway please please uh go back to okay for fuck's sakes i thought we uh okay yeah so um sexual expedition through dms was really fun uh it ended up becoming um offline sex as well my partner Mm. right now is giving me eyes and is like don't you fucking dare um yeah, so offline sex, this person is really sexy and really fun, and we've met up thrice at this point. Thrice? Oh, I thought it was more. No, thrice. Uh, with I know this started, like, over a month ago, maybe. Yeah, but there's been... I think that's kind of also one thing that's nice about it coming from, you know, like a, a polyamorous relationship where it was emotionally intense is we have these, like, weeks without seeing each other and time, and it's, like, it's not that, right? So, like, three times over a long period of time is kind of what we're looking for. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, like not like and too And he smells much. your dick. Well, yeah. He sm- okay. Oh, fuck. Is that where we're coming back to? Is the dick smelling? Well, I love a callback. Well, the verdict of the dick smell was that it doesn't smell bad. Um, right. And then I realized like I had gotten over the yeast infection like weeks ago and I was just so anxious about having it. Right. Um, so just to go back, like this is me being a butt plug. I keep trying to sideline this. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it, I'm sidelining it now. How does, how does one, okay. How do you get a yeast infection? Well, you need to have foreskin. I'm pretty sure. First of all. Sure. Second of all, there needs to be like some sort of foreign, um, substance. Thank you. Trapped between your head and your foreskin. Um, like soap that you don't wash off. Oh. Anything overly scented is bad. Okay. Um, or even overly scented body cream if it gets on your head and then your foreskin comes back up. Um, what if you have like filthy sex? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure washing your dick, like if you had shit on your bare head and then put your foreskin back over it, I'm pretty sure that that would also cause a yeast infection. <laughs> um, so, yeah. You answered that so, so fast. <laughs> no, just so, what's the word? Like Scientifically? <laughs> <Yeah>. Mechanically? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, honestly, and in this pandemic, it's so hard to fucking see anyone. I had a phone consultation, so I don't even know if it was a yeast infection yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I'm like pretty sure my partner would have had one if I had one, because okay. um, of the docking that we do. So, um, anyway, wow, that's not even the point of the story. Um, been having some really fun sex lately, um, and uh, been exploring some new things for myself, which is like which shocking. You've never, that been, you've never been good at. Well, I just, first of all, <laughs> can you elaborate on what you mean? I just mean that, and I'm not slut shaming you, I'm slut celebrating you. Okay, as usual, fantastic. That you've always been, um, you've always been looking out for the next thing to try. Thank you. Okay, yeah, I was like, I wasn't sure what your comment was, but yeah. 
it's unusual even that there is like more you know things oh there's always more Ooh, i love that yeah. is that an invitation yeah. <laughs> um so i don't know i guess that's all i'll say for now it's pretty fresh it's really fun um this person would probably be squirming right now hearing me talk about this so i'm gonna stop but right uh and really just to sexy. go back like and i'm asking you now as a friend and not a co-host yeah but um how has so you, obviously you were very vocal about your um thruple yes earlier this year year or a year ago when I, yeah a year ago when it was and yeah. um that crash and burn not not the best and so how does that inform you moving forward like how do you ensure with this gentleman that uh, the same thing won't happen um yeah i mean so interesting enough it i don't even think it was sexual relationships that that polyamorous kind of situation made us have second thought about it was also just like aromantic relationships as well and platonic relationships and it just became about because for my partner the biggest issue was like finding enough time in the day in the week in the whatever and uh for myself it was boundary setting Mm mm-hmm you know emotional sexual whatever just just having these boundaries that i need to honor for myself because i didn't do that and i was so enamored with this person and wanted it all right away yeah which was the issue you know was like the severity and the speed at which we were moving um so the first time we met this person in real life the person we're having sex with right now we had a full conversation about it yeah um and it turns out turns out that they also have somewhat of a similar kind of experience with polyamory and um you know uh we are i think gravitated towards people that are a bit older now and maybe have more networks outside of us and like uh like we just can't be anybody's everything because we're each other's everything my partner and i and we actually came out of out of our ex relationship stronger yeah. um because of realizing that that boundary that we wanted to build again great yeah. So yeah, here's, a hurdle, your... here's a hurdle that you had to go through to yeah. Do totally. I love that you answered that better than I was hoping? Didn't even know that you were going to ask me that. <laughs> but I oh, to, uh, as 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 your friend, yeah. Um, you and Timothy are very generous people, right? And generous with your time, and you, I would imagine that people give you the same criticism that I get, which is when they're around they feel like you're the only th- that they're the only person or they're, they're the best person right and it's hard and awkward and weird to have to understand that that that's not always the case and i always got into that trouble totally and so i feel like you do too it's absolutely and like and it's it's um i don't think double edged sword is the right analogy for this but that's the thing that I like love the most about my personality is my ability to make people feel that good. And it's yeah. also the thing that gets me into the most trouble. I totally agree. And like, honestly, I'm the, I'm, I feel the same. 90% of it is just looking at someone yeah. and like giving someone energy, giving someone like kind of mirroring their emotions and going through things with people. And do you know what it also, it like, here it is. Tell me. It's way, it's asking them a question. Never like, heard before. Shocking. Is that no, groundbreaking? Like, I don't like. I don't want to sound like a total dick. No, seriously though. But like when I ask someone a question or I like I laugh at a joke or I make a joke to them. Yeah. They're like you just their face lights up as if it's never happened before. Literally, and, and I'm like, like, oh my god, do people not do this? <laughs> it's really sad if that's the case. But, but I think I think what's more too is that like 
and I'm speaking for myself, but also I think for you is I'm genuinely interested in the answer. Sure. Like I derive pleasure from um, meeting new people and yeah. learning new things and I, I want to share that in kind with someone, you know? Sure. And I think that not to, I don't want to toot our, our horns too much. Too, I feel like too, we maybe have done that way too much this episode. Too, 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 too. Get on board, motherfucker. Um, Cause like at my new job, there's all these um, new white people that I'm meeting and they all like to talk about their decks. And Wait, I'm sorry. They're what? Their decks. Of cards. Their decks. Yes, they're yeah, pa- I mean, no. ja- I was trying to make a joke, Jesse. just Jessie. ruined your joke. So. Wow, okay, fantastic. <laughs> I can't make a pun anymore, apparently. <laughs> or like the game. Or like, you know, sports. When you say the game, you mean sports. Or, okay, yeah, right. yeah, sports. Or their car. Or things that are so sort of, um, what's the word? Mundane. Right. And so when you ask someone how they're feeling, it's like I asked, like, you know, I ran into someone in the staff room today. I asked her about what well, I'm not going to share but like about yeah, yeah. whatever she was just like taken aback yeah like oh right no one talks about things no. especially straight people yeah that's really fucking true straight people ask each other if you're okay because I think <laughs> yeah. the answer is no based on the 10,000 acres ablaze I think the answer is no we're actually doing a little bit bad right now so thanks for thanks for checking in um, are you going to are you look gonna at eat the that pipe guy bomb? one more time? Are you going to finish your pipe bomb or should I finish it? That's how straight people are feeling, I think, right now. If I die during a gender reveal, that's absolutely how I want to go. Okay, wait, wait, I wait. want gender to kill me. I'm going to host a gender reveal for me coming out as non-binary and I'll make loot bags and yours will only be plastic explosives. Please, please, please let only. this not be a joke. No, it definitely is not. Look under your seat right now, I don't Tom. have suicidal ideations. Let's move on. I do. Anyway. Um, yeah, definitely. It's that too. It's, it's let's get to the root of things. Let's not waste fucking time. We're emotional people. Um, so yeah, no, it's been interesting. And I think the best part about this kind of like person and whatever we're doing together is that there seems to be the same like somewhat of the same experience and of the same understanding so um i'm less hesitant about these things which is very relieving for myself and for timothy as well cool 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 i want more information i know you're not allowed to give me it i know maybe later give us a whisper Maybe in the future. A whisper. I'm trying to give a whisper. Like a whisper Was of him of checking s- if my dick stank not enough for you? What? I guess what you opened with that. Yeah, so. that's true. Okay, fine, 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 fine. Um, oh, people are probably curious. Did we end up um, pissing on each other in the bed? And the answer is no, because rubber sheets are so expensive. Okay, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why would you assume that people are wondering if well because you said you said earlier when i said i'm being slutty on instagram you said i'm looking at texts right now and this person wants to oh in a previous episode yeah yeah, um so the real ones out there know what i'm talking about Um, listen if you like our show and you want to donate rubber sheets to elliot please wash them first you know what or don't don't honestly And you want to gift them to us, please email us at doyouqueer at gmail.com with the rubber sheets. We, I, I'm saying this as your friend now, yeah. again, not as a co-host. Yeah. I want you to have these rubber sheets. Oh my God, thank I want you. you to engage in this nasty, dirty pig piss play. Thank you so much. And the problem is, I don't think I need the sheets. If there was only two of us, we would just do it in the shower. But we can't fit all three of us in the shower. Oh my God, are you okay? Honestly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> honestly, no. I am broken inside. Um, this has been the hardest thing that I personally have ever had to go through. I appreciate your support. 
uh yeah so so donate i think is the bottom line donations are welcome Uh, okay um let's wrap this up it's been a great season has it? It's been a uh, a wildfire of a season. This has been a gender reveal of a finale, <laughs> I think. Do you have um, a double rainbow to take us out on? Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Do you have one first? Sure, I'll go in. Yeah. Because I've watched... Oh, this isn't queer, but whatever. I, I've been watching some good like TV recently, and I've recently watched The Great uh, with uh, Nicholas Holt and Elle Fanning? Oh, God, I love the Fannings. You know I love the Fannings. I hate... (gasps) Why do we always talk about the Fannings? Because they're so good. Um, It's about... It's very loosely based on Catherine the Great. Oh, cool. um, It's a good watch if you haven't watched it. And, of course, I'm going to say this Don't take my... Wait, what? Oh, I'm probably going to take yours, so say. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Lovecraft Country. Country. You motherfucker. Yeah, that was going to be mine when you said that. But I've only seen the pilot. Okay. But because I'm like... I was smacked by it. I can't wait to continue to watch it. Every single thing about it, phenomenal. The 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 detail and the thought, even like the song choice, like the scoring choice at certain points, fucking amazing. The fourth episode, I was, like, I felt things watching a show that I haven't felt in a long time. I was so, like, moved by it. I wish that you'd <sighs> seen it so you could be sharing in this, but I <sighs> won't give spoilers. But everyone, if you're like, oh, I've seen a couple and I don't know, get to the fourth episode and then fucking tell me. Really? Because after the first one, I'm like, oh, I can't get enough of that. It's 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 amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just me, but I there are moments where I feel like this might be like a thing finding its footing. Like there are maybe moments that feel awkward, but I think that's me misreading it because what they're doing and what I read afterwards is that they're trying to explore every single genre of the show. So cool. it's not finding the footing. It's like it's intentionally like Going they have a haunted house episode. They have a Indiana Jones expedition you know, episode. That's my favorite thing. Yeah. Genre bending and gender bending. Your pan genre sexual. It doesn't even make sense. That does not even make sense. Um, I tried to call back and I fucked it up. So yeah, I guess that that would be uh, that would be a double rainbow. Absolutely. The one thing I have to say about that though is I don't know why they keep using Marilyn Manson's music. Marilyn Manson sucks okay sucks look this up after i say this because i was having a conversation with a friend and they were like oh i thought that you know that was a myth or whatever um marilyn manson purchased uh um the skeleton of of an asian child i'm pretty sure um like an african skull with flesh attached to it um nazi paraphernalia the band sued marilyn manson for using band's money for buying all of these things including the nazi paraphernalia and said in an interview that he has fantasies about smashing Evan Rachel Wood's skull with a hammer. And, like, she said that he abused her in the Me Too movement. Right. And they fucking play his music in the show. I don't, I don't know. I'm just... Okay. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> Thank you for taking my double rainbow and turning it to something terrible. Turning it to bad. Yeah, it no, really I did do that. It really is your flavor. I really did do no, that. No, it wouldn't be the end of season four if, if you hadn't done that. So I uh, appreciate it. I just have another thing to say to you. Um... Pamela and Pepper aren't dressed up today. Um, they're naked. They're naked. Uh, in the same vein of Pamela and Pepper, who are cat mascots, uh, my partner and I were walking home and found this painting in the garbage. If you'll look over, Tom, you'll see it on the wall there. It is a painting of um, Madonna and baby Jesus that we... Do you know what? what? I'm so fucked up that I saw that pa- painting <laughs> and didn't think twice about it. I just like... You're like, no, that's normal. Sat down and drank. Because I grew up like Catholic, so that's how repressed I am. 
We have a gold leaf painting of uh, Madonna and Baby Jesus. Yeah. Um, and it's just really <gasps> giving it's me... It's Pamela and Pepper. Thank you. It's giving me Pamela and Pepper vibes. <gasps> it's so Pamela and Pepper. Can we... Oh, look at how sad they are. <laughs> Pamela and Pepper are always sad. Okay, so I was going to ask you, like, can we do what we ask our guests to do every week? But instead of saying what Pamela and Pepper are serving through their looks, can we just talk about them... Um, you, what, what, what are they serving through this kind of imagery of, of the Madonna and the baby Jesus, Tom? All right. Talk to me. So I already knew this, but Pamela and Pepper are very representative of the world mm. at all times mm-hmm. and, how, and how we're feeling in the world as queer people. And they're not in the room right now. Mm-mm. So let me be very clear that like <laughs> in 2020, no one gives a shit about queer people. Do you know what I mean? Isn't that rich for me to say as the host of a queer podcast? But like, the world is on fire. There's a pandemic. Everyone's dying. Black people are getting murdered by the police at astronomical rates. Like, here's now what it means to be queer. Is to turn our head to these other things. Is this ridiculous? I feel like It's I'm not like- ridiculous. The only thing I do want to say is, like, trans murder rates are also astronomical. Thank and- you. Yeah. And I mean, to your point, I don't think enough people care about that. Yeah. Um. So, so that's not even that's not even against you. That's just something I wanted. So to Pamela and Pepper, specifically in their absence and in their reemergence in this photo, mm-hmm. uh, they're bleeding for the world. They're so sad. They're bleeding for the sins of the world, Tom. Yeah. That's that's gorgeous. Like, look at them. Look at them, sweet babies. They're sad. Did your acting school expertise prepare you enough for me to ask you to channel two porcelain cats' energy levels through the image of Madonna and Baby Jesus? The answer is yes. Is that why you did that without missing a single beat? (laughs) Was that why you were able to... I don't know if I'm proud of myself or disgusted. I'm both at the same time. Aroused and violently ill. (laughs) Um, That is what I aim to do as a Gemini, as a pansexual Gemini. The power that you have as a pansexual Gemini should be feared. I, I see all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm, that's... I am the butt plug. Your third eye's brown, and it's huge. <laughs> um, and I guess... Okay, so on that note, this is the end of season four. I don't want to stop because this is so much fun. We're not going to stop. We're going to have some episodes coming at you soon. Yeah. Don't worry. The hiatus isn't like a see you next year, although... Who knows? Who knows? We're, but we'll be throwing stuff in your face. We can't shut the fuck up. We can't. As we talked about needing to listen more. Um... <laughs> There are a few things that you can do if you want to continue to support us. Um, if you if you want to keep um, giving your input and suggesting guests, please do all these things. Our email is doyouqueer at gmail.com. We'll accept just check-ins, hellos. We'll accept guest suggestions. Hatred. Hatred. We uh, haven't got enough Rubber of it. sheets. Yeah. Anything you want to Yeah, I'll send us. you my, my uh, mailing address if you want to send me rubber sheets. Um, <laughs> we have a Patreon um do you queer what i queer patreon uh you can follow us on twitter on instagram um you can slide into our dms you can we're uh, we're 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 not good at a lot of those things but we'll be better when we're not recording every week we're getting better uh listen we have merchandise super fucking queer super fucking fun if you want to get that get it at do you queer at gmail.com and Rate, review, and subscribe, please. Yeah, subscribe. Review. I love reading reviews. Me too. And like, I know that you're nodding along right now, listening, being like, oh yeah, I should leave a review. Please go do it. If you want to make Tom's entire fucking month, yeah. leave us a review. Even if it's just fuck you, Tom. Oh my God. It, that would that would be that's really what, what you need. Yeah. Um, Without further a queer, we'll check in real soon. Happy wildfire. Bye.
Do you queer? 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 Do you que